Okay, can we move on? Yeah, I was just trying to find a good like theme song for the for the show. Mm. No theme songs from now on. Nope. Actually, that'll be a great intro because then I'll drop the the actual. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're super excited that you're here. Um, again, before we get into the show, like always, uh, please mm -hmm. like, subscribe, follow, share with your friends, um, the show on all your favorite social media platforms, as well as YouTube, um, your podcast platforms, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Uh, we've tried to make it as easy as possible to find the show, so go find, find it. Yeah. And, and share it with your friends. All right, let's jump right in since mm -hmm. we have no sponsors to thank. Um, hint, hint, no. Wow. Uh, let's jump right in, which I've already yes, said. You so have. now we've said it twice. Mm -hmm. So um, let's just jump right jump in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best part? What? We're talking about drifting, mm. which kind of uh, drifting. Drifting. How else do you drift? Other than in water. Wow. It's late. It's, it's working. Late. It's okay. It's all right. The algorithm made me do it. All right. Tonight we're gonna we're gonna talk about drifting. Um we were doing the actually our kids devotional mm -hmm. the other night, and it was it was talking about drifting and how whenever you feel that you have kind of gotten away from God or whatever, how so often we think that God has drifted away from us. Right. And he doesn't. We've drifted, We've away, drifted from away from him. Because he's a constant. He's stable. Yes. He's, he does he's not change. Right. Um, his word stays the same yesterday, today, and forever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Thus, mm -hmm. if you feel like you are further away from God than you've been in, in the past, um, it's not him, it's you. Yep. And it, it kind of got us talking a little bit. A, it was a great little short story for yeah. the kids. Um, but it, it caught both of our... It caught both of our attention. Yeah. Um, piqued our interest. Yeah. Made us think a little deeper. Mm -hmm. And... You know, again, it, it, it's one of those things where we get so busy in life, we get so focused on the day-to-day -day mm -hmm. and all the other things that it's honestly easier now than it's ever been. To be distracted and pulled away and yeah, to, to start, into start life. Drifting, drifting away. away. Oh, follow along here. Sorry. Um, pulled away. Pulled drifting. drifting away. The title of the show is Drifting. I should know better. My gosh, Phil. It's late. Um, it's not that late. <laughs> After last night, it's late. That's true. Um, but it is. It, it, it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to lose our focus, um, to be pulled in so many directions, as we all yeah. are, that you can so often feel like you are drifting away. And we wanted to encourage you to remember that you know, if you are drifting, there's a couple things that you can do to get closer. And, you know, the thing about it is sometimes 
you never catch it when it's first starting to happen. No. Um, I mean, hopefully you do, Mm -hmm. right? You can recognize it. But oftentimes, um, when people begin drifting away, sometimes it's... They've they've drifted quite a while mm-hmm. before they even if they even realize. Yeah. Um. So I think that there's a twofold to this. Is one, if you feel like you've drifted away, or if you feel as though God's not there. Mm-hmm. Um. What you need to do, but also check, like check yourself. Use this as a check to be like, mm-hmm. have I drifted away from Him? Am I as close to Him as I once was? Should I be closer? Am I living my life or am I living it with him? And, yep. you know, it is a twofold because either you you're you may feel as though, well, where, where's God been? I, I haven't felt his presence. Um, or take the time and try to think, where is your relationship with him? Because the long and the short of it is, is, just as you put time, effort, and energy into so many other things in your life, we need to make sure that we put our time, effort, and energy into him, building that relationship. You know, when you, geez, anybody, I was going to say, when you first meet somebody, if you mm-hmm. want to get to know them, you really yep. invest in them. But even more so, even after 17 years of marriage, 18 years, 17 years, 17, 17. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Known 18. And, um, we still invest in each other. We invest time. Mm-hmm. We communicate. We seek after each other. We want to know, we track each other. We want to know where each other is. And we spend all this time investing in one another. So our relationship over the 17 years hasn't drifted away. No. But it's gotten closer. We've gotten closer and closer together. Time mm-hmm. has been, we've built upon it. We haven't separated. And so often you need to kind of, you can correlate that to your relationship with your heavenly father. You've gotten to know him, you know, you've got that excitement when you first get to know him, when you first get saved, when you first get to come to know Jesus. And it's the greatest thing because there's a peace and a freedom Mm -hmm. that you have. And there's a breath of fresh air because you've, you've come to know Jesus and you rest on him and you rely on him. But if you're not careful and you don't keep investing in that relationship with him after time, if you're not careful, you can begin to drift away. And I think that was kind of the thing that caught us with that little devotion is like, huh, it can happen sometimes without us realizing it. Mm -hmm. And as you had said in the beginning, if you don't feel as close to God as you once did, it's not him. He's right there with you yeah. waiting. I remember um, years ago, and honestly, I don't remember if it was my former, I, I listened between my former yeah, pastor yeah. to everybody, my current mm-hmm. pastor and everybody else. Um, but I remember somebody once saying, your heavenly father is a gentleman. So if you pull away from him, mm-hmm. And you don't want him around. He's a gentleman. He doesn't force himself on you. Right. He's always there. He's there to answer. You call on him and he will be there. Mm-hmm. But if you walk away and you kind of push yeah. in the opposite direction, he's a gentleman. And when we drift away, it's because we've left his presence, 
not because he's removed himself from us. Right. And we wanted, I guess, A, to check ourselves to see where we are, to do we feel as though we're as close to God as we once were, or have we thought about it? Where is he? Am I spending the, t- the quality time that I need with him? Am I investing in this relationship to ensure that I don't drift away? Yeah, it, it's one of those things where when we when we were reading through this and as we were talking about it, and then as you were just sharing, <clears throat> the thing that kept coming to my the forefront of my brain was the um, the verse in I don't remember where it is, but don't become weary in well doing. Galatians six nine. That's the one. Mm-hmm. And see, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> um, and I was thinking about how many people are just kind of stuck in the mud. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, man, we are using a ton of like water fishing references mm. right now, which is interesting because I don't know how to fish. That's okay. Um, Zach, but the, we're just, wow. it, just I tell you, just drop them. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where I, no, very few people will, offer up that they're they've drifted away. Right. Right. They don't yeah. even want to admit it to themselves, no, let alone no, to anybody else. Typically no. And they'll never think of themselves as having drifted. No. Right? They think of themselves as they just have a lot going on and life got oh, yeah, gotten busy. busy which is and fine. they've got a lot of responsibilities. But when you look at things and you look at what's going on right? We're supposed to be actively pursuing him. Yes. Right. We're supposed to be in all our ways. We're supposed to acknowledge him. Exactly. He's a jealous God. He wants our attention. Yes. Right. doesn't mean he needs it, but he wants it. Yeah. Right. And if you look at your life and you look at what you do, you may still go to church, right? Mm -hmm. You don't. and And I think this is, this is one of my personal pet peeves is that typically when we talk about drifting away or falling away or backsliding or whatever term you want to put in there, right? our mind goes to the absolute worst. Right. We go, oh, that person's backslidden. How do I know? Well, they're doing crack. <laughs> or like it just, it's always, or they're... They're killing everybody. They're out there just murdering all kinds of people. Like it is always. That is extreme. It's extreme. That's extreme. It's the worst case stuff. Um, It's never the everyday things. Mm -hmm. Right. And are there people who fall away and essentially turn their back on God? A hundred percent. Happens all the time. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I've got a guy that I used to be friends with that has actively been posting about his backsliding, essentially. Right. And, and and running away from God recently. And it's been heavy on my heart and it's been frustrating me. Um, and I've been praying for him. But that's that's the exception. That's not the norm. Yeah. The, unfortunately, the norm are the people that are drifting away. They're not gone. They're not lost. They can still see them, but they're just slowly sitting in the boat, just letting the tide just take them out. 
Yeah. Right. And you can, you can see it. They're, they're typically the ones who are, maybe they're showing up to church, but while they're there, they're just scrolling Instagram or Facebook. Or even if they used to be at every single church service when the doors are open. Yeah, they're making one. They're a little bit more sporadic with it. Or they're rolling in the door late. Yeah, because there's been other things that have become... Stuff's getting in the way. Yeah. They've got more stuff going on that is taking them out, pulling them away. Yeah. They've got something they've got to deal with. Yep. Which is not to say you don't have stuff you got to deal with. We we get that. Yes. But again, I, I think that, you know, so often, as I said, we focus on the big things as like the triggers of and the evidence that you've drifted away. Yeah. But we don't focus on the little things. We don't focus on how much you've let your your quiet prayer time fall away. Yeah. You've let your worship, you, you know, again, you show up to church, but you don't ever go up to the front anymore. Or even, you know, you go to church and even if you're there, but that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come home with you. I mean, yeah. he always comes home with you. But when you're home, he's not part of... Yeah. Your routine, you don't set aside time to read his word. I mean, heck, even if it's just five minutes, you get your scriptures, you know, a lot of people do the whole, well, I mean, I don't have an hour or two hours a day to spend reading your Bible, reading my Bible. And not everybody that I get that, but the fact that you don't even, you don't even think him, think about him during the day or when something comes up. Mm-hmm. He's not at the forefront of your thought process. You know, the Bible says that we're supposed to pray without ceasing. And I remember having a conversation with, I don't even remember who it was, but they're like, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Because right. you you can't pray when you're having conversations. And when you're at work and you can't just pray through work, but they're, they're taking it so literal that they're missing the fact that it's basically, he's always on our mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so for example, and I don't know, I always come back to you, but like with you, there is never a moment in life that I forget about you. Even when I'm... Good. (laughs) No, but but that's a relatable thing. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm at work, you're still on my mind. You haven't... Our relationship is so close that you don't need to be right there with me, Mm -hmm. but you're on my mind all the time. And when it comes to, you know, pray without ceasing, pray continually. It means that he's, he's right there at the forefront and you haven't forgotten him. You know, I was sitting in the kitchen the other day and the kids always ask me, well, this particular, it was no, we were at the kitchen counter and I don't remember what was going on and somebody came to mind. So I started praying for them. I'm in the kitchen. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I wasn't. And I started praying them. And Noah just looks at me and goes, mom, why are you praying right now? Because sometimes, you know, he's four because he's four. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, but I just wanted to talk to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he thought it was weird, but I didn't think twice about it. I thought about somebody. So I thought I'd pray for them mm-hmm. because Jesus is always on my mind. He could probably be on my mind more so. I mean, and we could all. Yeah, have him on my mind more, but, single one of us. but I never forget 
about you. No matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, you are continually a part of my thought. Right. And it's very similar that mm-hmm. Jesus, if we're supposed to pray continually, that communication line is always open. It never is hung up. And he is continually on your mind that if you're, I mean, just a quick look, Jesus, I need help. Or, man, give me wisdom in this situation, Jesus. I mean, even if you don't say it out loud, but your thoughts are with him always, and he is literally a part of every single day of your life. Um, But as people drift away, that constant Mm -hmm. of Jesus seems to be less and less. Right. And things of the world have a tendency to overtake that thought process. Mm -hmm. And... Sometime, most times, it's it's this gradual kind of shift. And one of the things that that d- devotional talked about, like if you find or catch yourself drifting away, find your anchor, get yep. your anchor, and stop that drifting. Yep. And you know, then it comes to well, what what is what's that anchor? And those anchors, same thing. We talked about a lifeline mm-hmm. last week, and we just talked about one two in particular ago. two weeks ago, right? And it was on church attendance being a lifeline. And that whole um, devotion that we read and talking about, if you find yourself drifting, drifting, get your anchor in so that you stop drifting mm-hmm. and so that you stop moving away. It reminds me of our lifelines. Not only is church attendance a lifetime, but our praise and worship is a lifeline or yep. an anchor. Our yep. Bible, our prayer life. Mm-hmm. All of these things are anchors that we need in our life that can help us from drifting away. Because again, it's never that God's left us, but have we drifted away from him? And that can be a very dangerous place to be. Yeah. Well, and the thing that always comes up with you know, young Christians, new Christians, etc., is to your to your statement of you know he's always there with you they view everything in not only absolutes but extremes oh right right so you know they'll they'll often say yes i don't have you know 2 hours to to read my bible and pray mm-hmm. and i don't have i don't have a room where i can go and have a prayer room right. and and all of these big actions right right and I think the the thing that we as the body need to do a better job when we're bringing people in and, and teaching them how to be disciples um, yeah. is it's not, it can be this big, broad thing, mm-hmm. right? It's the same as our relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to rent a billboard that says, I love Fiona. Mm-hmm. And I won't because I've looked and they are very pricey. Um, they are, but <laughs> please don't <laughs> now I might, mm-hmm. um, it, it's not these huge acts, right? That, it's not that, that the that massive gestures. Yes. Right. It's the little things, mm-hmm. right. And vice versa. Um, and when it comes to our relationship with God and that, you know, daily constant interaction, it's not the, I'm going to be in the middle of. Home Depot and get down on my knees and pray. Right. Right. It's the, and, and, you know, there might be times that you need to do that, 
but typically it's the, you know, quiet, like just Lord help me with this. Yeah. Right. It could be as simple as that. Or whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not always this big grand gesture, right? It's not the Hollywood thing. Yeah. It is the everyday conversation. And as you become more and more comfortable in your walk, that's where that just becomes easier and easier and easier. You don't have to make it this you know, again, th- this just crazy event. So I'm just going to, it's very quiet and subdued. Mm-hmm. But this is one thing that I notice, right? Is something will happen and just my mm-hmm. mind will want to run off into the worst direction. Don't know if any of you can relate, but it's right. a thing. Yeah. And you have two choices. You can either let that fear, worry, anxiety grab hold of you, mm-hmm. or you can grab hold of the word. And that word should be inside of you. Yep. And, you know, if, you, if you're a new Christian or it's been a while, you may have to go to the Bible mm-hmm. and look up some stuff, but get to the point where you don't have to so that when something happens yep. or when fear tries to grip you or anxiety tries to take a hold of you, you've got enough word inside of you that you can kind of pull it up out of your heart and you can change your thinking automatically. And when you can change your thinking automatically and you can get off of, well, my God will supply of all, all my needs according to his riches and glory. And you know, look at the birds of the field and the lilies or the birds of the air and the lilies of the valley. If God's going to take care of them, well, then they're going to take mm-hmm. care of me. Yep. And simple little idea in back in December, we had a moment where you were stuck at a gas station because the van stopped working. Oh, yeah. yeah and fun. it's and it's leading into Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what what is going on? And, you know, there were two there were two things to it where I get, oh my gosh, what's wrong with the van? What do we need to get fixed? Is this wrong with it? Is this wrong with it? Is this wrong with it? How much money is this going to cost? Yep. And you can literally spiral. Oh yeah. And it's very easy to do that. And I made a conscious effort, you know, when, so in this situation, I made a conscious effort of, well, you want to know what? My Lord meets all my needs according to his riches and glory. And we have tithers rights. We can rebuke the devourer for our sake. We can stand on his word, his promises, his truth. And so I took that mental game of what was wanting to be fear and anxiety Mm -hmm. coming and taking over to, you know what? He's going to meet all my needs, whether it's the fact that, you know, I was truly believing that this was going to cost us nothing. But then I was like, you know what? Even if it did cost something, what does it matter? Because he's going to meet all my needs Mm -hmm. according to his riches and glory, not mine. So really, what do I have to worry? Long story short, the initial bill, it wasn't bad, but it was still $200. And they said, you know what? We're just going to take care of that for you. Mm -hmm. They didn't do what we asked them to do. Long story short, (laughs) that's a whole other story. But in the end, it didn't wind up costing anything. Mm -hmm. And And, I... it was resolved. It was fixed. It, yes. And it was better than it was when we got it. Yes. Or, or the, prior to the problem. Yes. Yeah. And, but what I recognize, and it's just, just an easy illustration. There's just two things. There's two ways that something can go when something in life happens and you have two choices. You can allow that fear and anxiety to grip you and grab a hold of you or you can focus on God's word and that whole, you know, 
praying without ceasing, praying mm-hmm. continually, yep. being in constant fellowship and relationship with Jesus, if you've drifted away, you are not living in that stability of mm-hmm. being able to call on him, rely on him, focus on him, and literally giving your cares unto him. <laughs> and that is not where you're, if you are drifting away or you have drifted away, that is not where your thought process is. But when you spend your time with Jesus and you're back mm-hmm. on shore, yep. you have that certainty and that security. And not to say that it was an automatic and not to say that there weren't moments that I had to fight those thoughts, yep. right? It was a fight. And there were times that even though I made a decision to focus on the word and trust my God, there were still moments that are like, man, this, uh, what's going to happen here? Oh, I, and, you know, I mean, we had a full weekend where we're using your truck. Grateful we had your truck mm-hmm. to use. But, you know, I've got three kids. Our lives are busy. We use both vehicles on a very regular basis. But when you are at a place in life, when you do have that constant relationship with Jesus... There is a peace, mm-hmm. there is a surety, and there is a calm that you can have because, yes, you have to do what you need to do. I mean, we didn't just sit there and uh, be like, oh, well, God, take care of that. We took it to the mechanic. I mean, we did what we yeah, had we to did do, right? Um, we did our end of it, everything that needed to be done in the natural, but put our trust in him. And... When you drift further and further from God, you have a tendency to rely more on yourself than on him. Mm-hmm. And there's a level, it's it's not the same. You're not in those green pastures. You're not hiding under the shadow of the Almighty. You're not trusting mm-hmm. in your Savior to be able to take you through. I don't know about you, but I look at the world and the world's a little bit crazy. Just going to say it. It's true. But I also know, I mean, even I was talking about it today. You know, I feel like 20, 30, 40 years ago, people's futures were kind of like they knew where they were going. They know what was going to happen. You got a job. You had it for 20, 30, 40 years there. I don't remember 40 years ago. We did have that conversation. I do. I'm just reminding you. Yeah. mm -hmm. I just don't remember. But I don't feel that many people have that. Um sense of security like Mm -hmm. we did years ago you know what does the future hold for us and there is a lot of uncertainty the world's going crazy but our god is the same yesterday today and forever he remains true his promises and his word remain true to us and i mean i get I guess all of this has come to say is check yourself. If you find that you're drifting or have drifted, check yourself. See where your relationship is with Jesus because there is a surety and a certainty when you have a true, strong relationship with Jesus that you think you can find on your own. That won't last forever. And I, and I can only say this because we've seen it time and time again mm-hmm. where Living life on your own breaks down. Yeah. There's, you don't have any way to combat those fears and anxieties that the world has to offer you. You don't have your heavenly father to rely on. You know, our kids right now, if something goes wrong, mommy, daddy, 
and they know we're going to run and help. And, you know, they be, may be fine all by themselves downstairs. They think that they can get out the sewing kit. They think they can do all this stuff all on their own. And then something happens. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that I can do this and I can do this and I can do this and look at me go. Disappears Some, it very quickly. disappears very quickly. <laughs> and as you get older, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. So as if, if you wind or find yourself drifting away, get, put that anchor down. Stop where you're at and find your way back to shore. Mm-hmm. Find your way back to Jesus because he is the only surety that we have in this world today. He is the only constant that we have. And we, it, it is a promise from him to us that he will never leave us nor forsake us, that we are to trust him in all our ways and acknowledge him and he will direct our path. I don't know about you, but to me, I'd rather be on shore, anchor in, holding tight, praying continually instead of drifting out into the unknown by myself, relying on myself solely. It's having that faith as a little child. Yeah. Right? And every time you hear that verse... Most people just think of, oh, yeah, have a faith like a kid, right? Just believe everything. Right. And yes, that's that's part of it. But the other part, as you said, was or, or is the example of have faith as a young child. Right. A young child has faith in their parents that their parents will solve everything. Yeah. We are children of God, ergo... Um, I've wanted to say that for a while. Um, <laughs> here you go. If we are children of God, then we can rely on our heavenly father the same way our kids rely on us. Yeah. Right. They know that if something goes wrong, mommy and daddy will help them bail them out, fix the, you know, issue, kiss the boo-boo better, mm-hmm. whatever it is. They're not concerned. No. We go to a store. They see something they want. You ask them how they're going to pay for it. They go, we're not. Daddy's going to pay yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is, how much it is. It means nothing. Yep. Their faith is that their parents will solve every problem they have. They don't have to think about the food they're going to eat. They don't nothing. have to think about the clothing that's on their back. They don't no. have to think about the shelter over their head. I understand that that's not everybody's. No. But yes. But children are designed that way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it comes in instinctively mm-hmm. to them, right? That's the way we're supposed to be. Yeah. And when we run away or when we drift away or when we fade away, mm-hmm. we just need to go back and again, have that faith as a little child to go back and go, hey, we trust in God. We trust in our heavenly father. We rely on him. Yeah. And he'll meet us when we get there. You know, that the whole parable of the sheep where the one Mm -hmm. goes off and Jesus leaves the 99 for the one. That's how much he cares about. He doesn't want any of us drifting off. And no matter where we are, all we need to do is cry out to him. And he will, like you said, he Mm -hmm. will meet us right where we're at. Call on his name. Get that anchor down and he will bring you back and he will carry you if he needs to. Mm-hmm. But. Are you good? I think so. Okay. And with that, we're done. <laughs> um, so <laughs> thank you so much for watching, uh, hopefully, or listening. 
Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you did, leave a review, a like, a comment. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, thanks for thanks for watching. Uh, as always, listen, subscribe, all that jazz. Share it with your friends. And we will see you next week on another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. See ya. Bye now.